Well, good morning and welcome to our service today. We began a few weeks ago a new series called Revealing Hidden Things. And I mentioned that hidden things have a powerful influence in our life. And if those things remain hidden, they have an impact that can inhibit our growth. But if brought out of hiding, can help us to grow as Christians. We looked at hidden sins, that if they're not confessed and acknowledged, we can't receive God's forgiveness and cleansing. But if brought out, we can be forgiven and cleansed from those sins. We talked about hidden gifts in the heart of God's people. And God has given unique gifts to each and every one of us. And if we allow those gifts to be buried away, and we looked at the parable of the talents, then we will lose a reward and we won't be effective in serving God. And then last week we looked at hidden dangers in the church and we talked about those who had snuck into the church and were leading the church in a direction that was not a good direction. Well, this morning we're going to begin by looking at a final hidden thing that relates to the whole kingdom of God and that is the hidden mystery that's in the heart of God. It's interesting that because of sin in the world, not only have people hidden themselves from God, but God actually hides himself from people. Isaiah 45:15 says, "You are a God who hides himself." And Micah 3:4 gives us a reason for that. He will hide his face from them because they have made their deeds evil. Have you ever felt frustrated because God seems so hidden in our modern world? Well, you're in good company. So did King David. In Psalm 89, verse 46, David cries out, How long, Lord? Will you hide yourself forever? He longed to encounter God at a more intimate, personal level. And there is a mystery that is hidden in God's heart that God has been progressively revealing down through history. And we're going to read from Ephesians 3, 8 to 9 this morning. And Paul says, To me, who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Jesus Christ. And with the coming of Jesus Christ... There are two primary aspects of this mystery that God himself has hidden away and has progressively started to reveal up to the point where Christ came into the world as the fulfilment of so many prophecies in the Old Testament. And we're going to look at two key aspects this morning. Firstly, the mystery man, and that is Jesus in whom are hidden all things. And then secondly, the mystery plan, What is God's plan in this world? And that can be seen in Jesus in us. So let's start by looking at the mystery man, Jesus, in whom are hidden all things. And I can remember as a young man growing up, one of my favourite TV shows was Superman. Uh, And he would be uh, a mysterious man because no one really knew who he was. And I can always 
remember thinking that Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen and the other reporters must have been blind not to see that Clark Kent was Superman because all he did was put on some glasses and a hat and all of a sudden they couldn't recognise that this was Superman. Another one of my favourite characters was the Lone Ranger and his uh, faithful Indian companion Tonto. And at the end of every episode, invariably, one of the people that the Lone Ranger had helped as uh, the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode off into the sunset would ask the question, who was that masked man? There was a mystery that people could not find out. Who was behind the mask? Even today, we ask the question, who was behind that COVID mask? Unfortunately, we have to wear those masks and they conceal something. And Jesus is the ultimate masked man. There's a mystery that most people of his time could not solve. They didn't realise that Jesus was the Messiah that God had sent into the world. Jesus was God masked with flesh, the long-awaited Messiah. But most people didn't recognise him. He was a mystery to them, but a God-designed mystery. And we see in 1 Timothy 3.16, Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. And this is the mystery. God was manifested in the flesh. And when we look at Jesus as he came into the world, we see that he brought two key things. Number one, he brought a revelation of what God is like. John 14, 9. He who has seen me has seen the Father. And people have cried out for generations, I want to see God, Moses on top of the mountain. God, let me see your face. Jesus Christ came into the world to reveal what God is like. If you've seen Jesus, you've seen the Father. But he came to bring more than just a revelation of who the Father was. He came to bring redemption. How we can get back into a relationship with God. John 14, 6, Jesus said, No one comes to the Father except through me. And so Christ comes into the world as this mystery man. He's born of a virgin. He lives a pure life. He performs miracles. And they look at Jesus and they don't realise that he is the Messiah. He's the sent one. He's the one that's come to give a revelation of who God is and to give redemption to the world. But more than that, Jesus is two key things. Firstly, he is the God-man. Colossians 2, 9-10. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. That this man is more than just a man. He is God. And he's come into the world to take sovereign control of his creation for he is the one that created all things and he's more than just the god man he is the center of and the purpose for all things romans 11:36 for of him and through him and to him are all things the reason for existence is jesus christ there are so many things that can attract us away from Christ, but it's only in Jesus that we discover this mystery that has been hidden from ages. Ephesians 1, 9 to 10 says, 
Paul here speaking, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. So Jesus Christ coming into the world was the fulfilment of Old Testament prophecy and all of the Old Testament symbol that the lamb that was slain to bring people back to God. And when John the Baptist stood up and said, Behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. He was speaking about a mystery being revealed. And they were wondering, when is this Messiah coming? And sadly enough, even the Jewish people today have not seen that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. Ephesians 1, 9 to 10. I want to read that last Section again, to unite all things in him. All of creation, things in heaven and on earth, are to be united in Jesus Christ. And so the first part of this hidden mystery that was in the heart of God, that people have been seeking to understand, and at the coming of Christ has been revealed, is seen here in Jesus. The first part of the mystery is the mystery man has been revealed. It is Jesus Christ. The second part of the mystery is about a plan. The mystery man has come into the world to implement a plan to bring people back to God and to redeem salvation. And it's interesting, we were not created to be someone, but to contain someone, and that is Jesus. And so that leads us to the second point, this mystery plan that God has. What is God doing in the world? How is God redeeming the world? Well, he's redeeming it through Jesus Christ. And in that redemption, Jesus is coming to make his home in our heart. Colossians 1, 24 to 27. The mystery which has been hidden from ages and generations. They long to understand this mystery, but now has been revealed to his saints To them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. And then Paul stops and he says, this is the mystery, which is Christ in you. That's the mystery. And we are so used to looking outside of ourselves to an external temple and sacrifices that are out there and altars that are out there. And our religious system is out there. And God has turned the whole lot on his head. He's created a mystery that's being revealed to say to us, no, it's not out there, it's in here. Christ in you, the hope of glory. God's plan is for his people to be a dwelling in which he lives. 1 Corinthians 3.16 Do you not know that you are the temple of God? And that the Spirit of God dwells in you. And this is something so intimate and personal. The Holy Spirit has come to live in the hearts of those who have placed their faith in Jesus Christ. And we have become the temple of God. There's no longer a need for an external temple. And we often talk about going to the temple to worship or going to the church to worship, But we, the people of God, filled with the Spirit of God, 
are the temple of God. We are the church of God. And God has longed to come and live in the very hearts of his people. Not to be hidden off. As David cried out, how long will you be hidden, God? Will you hide yourself forever? No, God has said no, definitely no. God has revealed himself in Christ. And he said, I will place Christ in your heart through the Holy Spirit. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and the Spirit of God dwells in you? God has only one real gift to give to each and every part of his creation, to his people. And that is himself. He gives us himself. He comes to live within us. A very intimate personal statement. And we will spend all of eternity unwrapping that gift. Seeking to understand and experience greater intimacy with God. Ephesians 1.18 says that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may know what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance. And where is that inheritance? Well, Paul tells us the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. God's inheritance in Christ is in the saints. And so we look at this mystery that has been hidden in the heart of God. Ever since sin came into the world, not only have people hidden from God, Adam and Eve hide from God or attempt to hide from God in the trees of the garden, but God has hidden himself and has progressively unveiled who he is down through history to the point of the first coming of Jesus, where we see what the Father is like in the life and the character of Christ. And then one day we will see more fully. We now see it as in a mirror darkly, but then face to face. All things are contained in Jesus and Jesus dwells in us. Life's meaning, purpose and satisfaction are only to be found in this mystery, this hidden mystery that has now been revealed and that is Jesus. Colossians 2, 9 to 10 says, For in him dwells all of the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And then this profound statement, and you are complete in him. We are complete in Christ and only in Christ. Because in Christ dwells the fullness of everything that's in God. And that's the great mystery. The Jewish people were looking for a political saviour, were looking for a system of religion. But God the Father sent a person, Jesus, into the world, his son, his only begotten son, to die on a cross, to rise again, that we might have God through the Holy Spirit living in us. And just drawing this to a close, this is great news for God's people to understand that God calls us to a very personal, intimate journey with him where he will be face to face with us. It's great news that when Christ returns, this hidden God will be fully revealed. And I'd like to close by reading Revelation 21 verse 3 and 22 verse 
4. And this is at the end of history, when all things have been consummated. And the enemy's been thrown into the lake of fire. Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. And he will dwell with them. And they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. And in 22 verse 4 it says, And they will see his face. They will see his face. Even as Adam and Eve walked with God in the cool of the afternoon and God was there and they could see the face of God. But that was lost because of sin. Now at the end of history, because of what Jesus, the mystery man, has done, the mystery plan has been fulfilled and we will see his face. We will see him face to face. Let's pray. Loving Father, we thank you for the richness of the gift of Jesus Christ. We thank you that all things are in him. And because he is in us, we are complete. Thank you, Father, that today you are not a hidden God for us. You are a revealed God. And we can walk in intimacy with you. Father, I pray for each one of us this week as we go out into the world that we will sense your presence in our life, that we will know the guidance, the love and the fellowship of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. And we give you the glory and the honour and the praise in the precious name of Jesus. Amen.